Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is January 10th, 2024. This is your AEW Dynamite post-show review. Lots to talk about tonight. Uh, the return to Daly's Place. Uh, Fightful Select reported some names backstage. We reported uh, an awful lot of stuff. Uh, a signing confirmed, effectively. Lots of cool stuff there. We'll brag about Fightful Select as this broadcast goes on. If you're here, please leave a thumbs up. Please do subscribe. We've got uh, interviews. We've got the Fightful Awards coming up. We were going to aim for February 4th. Then NXT decided to to just, they it's their super sweet 16. They're, they're, they want it to be their party, nobody else's. So it looks right. like maybe aiming for January 31st before AEW Dynamite, maybe Maybe about 6 p.m. Eastern, we're going right. to aim for that. You're going to see right. some of your favorite stars that have won awards, accepting awards on the show. We're very excited about that. We have some very cool Royal Rumble content coming up for you guys. I'm going to compile all the inside the Royal Rumble features on video that we've done. I mean, you're going to hear Bret Hart, Adam Cole, like so many people. The Bushwhackers talking about the Royal Rumble. You're going to see a... 45 minute story that I did last year on the 2022 Royal Rumble, which has been back in the news because of Matt Riddle just blurting stuff out that, that probably isn't true uh, as well. And we're going to add some additional clips to that as well. You're going to have basically like three and a half, four hours of Royal Rumble stories there. 
here on youtube.com slash Fightful. But hey, if you want to get your questions or statements read on the air, uh, donate at youtube.com slash Fightful and uh, humperchats.com. We're going to give you a whole lot of uh, news and there's going to be things that you ask about, I'm sure. Um, We've got a story coming on Young Bucks as Sting's uh, possible likely final opponents. That will be on Fightful Select on Thursday afternoon, pretty early in the afternoon. And uh, it will add some clarity to things for sure. I'm going to work on getting some more on that very soon. Our moderator, Luis, is taking your chats. But Alex, that was a very long introduction by me. How are you doing? Um, I'm, do- I'm doing good. Uh, everything about tonight that spoke to the future was for me. Everything that uh, that did not was not. So it was one of those things of like I, I, I fully respect the people for whom eight person tags where a person is on the wrong side because feelings of, of, a, of a person that we respect from before is fine, mm-hmm. but I need more logic behind it. So I watched it. It was fine. It just wasn't for me. And that's okay. Not everything has to be for everybody. So there was some stuff tonight that was definitely for me. Probably the stuff that other people didn't like as much. So that's fine. It's good. Darren Walker sends a super chat, says, with TNA losing Deanna, Trinity, and Mickey James, do you see them getting a big-name female wrestler to replace them at Hard to Kill? Certainly they'd have the budget to do that. I think they might go a little bit younger, and they might. they're might. they very good at establishing talent. Yeah, They are very good at taking a person like Deanna Perrazzo, who's been on TV, a person like Jordan Grace, who has some exposure, and then making them main eventers. So I, to me, that's the, the route I see them going. GT Gear real, says, go ahead. As a real, real quick, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, GT Gear saying, awesome show. Any word on Mercedes? Felt the women's tag would have been a good time to debut or has anything changed? I highlighted this on The Hump earlier today. No, it hasn't changed. I would find it very, very, very unlikely that AEW would just pop her up at Daly's place in an eight-woman tag. I feel like they would say, oh, it's Boston or... Midwest sure. Monet or some shit like that. Like they're going to promote yeah. it. They're going They're They're going to pop a rating, sell some tickets, put right. some asses in seats. That's what I think they would do. I'll make this abundantly clear again. There are some people that are like, oh, we'll say 100% if you're so confident. Listen, I haven't seen the contract. She's going. She's there. And if for some reason she doesn't, boy, there is a bigger story at hand. Yeah, she's going. That's what's uh, going on right now. She is uh, not expected to be in the Royal Rumble or anything like that. Um, In fact, a a very interesting piece of information that I got from New Japan Pro Wrestling was when was when they or there was a report that, well, they wanted Mercedes for Julia Battle in the Valley. And I had somebody from New Japan that said, uh, well, you know she would not have been able to wrestle at battle in the Valley. She would not have been okay to do that or wrestle kingdom for that matter. Mm -hmm. So 
that leads me to wonder like, okay, what's, what's her status there? Uh, but yeah, there, I, I think they'll, they'll promote it. Juan Perez says, good show. And Jake Neal says, negative one helped book a heck of a show. Well, we kicked off with a humper, Alex. Hangman Page defeated Claudio. How'd you feel? That was great. It was, uh, I, I love this new slightly unhinged hangman. Um, I, I, I said it, uh, last week on, on my Twitter hang hangman with about a week longer growth of mustache than the beard is just a fantastic look like it. It's it with the stubble, but then the full mustache. That's a great look for him. Uh, very cowboy esque, like it a lot. Um, I love that Claudio's like, you want to fight? Well, you can fight me. And Hangman said, I would love to do that. Let's let's beat the crap out of each other for 12 minutes. And and it, what do you know? It turned out to be a great match. Uh, Hangman winning is obviously the right call. I like that it took two buckshots to get it done. Um, and and now we have this. We'll talk more about it when we get to that segment, but it, it sure looks like we're headed for a triple threat at revolution and what a triple threat it will be gonna do some lean on the air i've, I've okay. got a cough right now okay just so nobody thinks that i'm doing anything well i mean i guess i guess i'm doing i'm, I'm sipping on that scissor alex that's yeah, what's the going scissor. on you gotta have the scissor the scissor uh man this cough is killer i loved this hangman page claudio match and it was every bit of a pay-per-view match and what I liked was it sort of set the stage for later because so often on these shows, we just, we don't see people pop back up for other segments. Like we were conditioned we often to believe, well, they're, they're gone. <laughs> they went home. Uh, that's right. not what happened here. So um, I, I, this was just an incredible match, hard hitting mm. the feel of Daly's place. Also fightfulselect.com. Best $5 in the business. You're going to hear me pat myself on the back. Uh, it looked a little brighter tonight because they upgraded the lighting last week. They updated uh, some production nice. aspects and things like that. Fightful Select also reported this, this past week. They got a new uh, new uh, COO, Kosha Irby, formerly of WWE, PBR, the AAF, Clemson, going to be joining the company imminently. But... Mm -hmm. um, the the brightness within Daly's place is kind of cool because we we've seen it a certain way for so long. Mm -hmm. It's it's always unique to see it with different lighting, with different things like that. And this was always on my bucket list of venues to go to. I was so fortunate to be able to go there for double or nothing. But I saw so much wrestling on TV from Daly's place. It became one right. of those of uh, those places that that they just ended up they ended up making sort of iconic in their own way and in their mm -hmm. own world. Yeah. Um and seeing this match there, this was a great way to really hammer home okay. Uh we're we're back. We're we're home. This is this is something that, that we can right. go back and do often. Irene says saw the idea of hangman bandito Keith faction floating around I think it has great potential. I think it does down the line. I think it yeah. absolutely does. Listen, Sunset Riders is like one of my it's favorite video man. games ever. And a Sunset Riders stable 
That's sounds great. pretty badass. Yeah, uh, honestly, somebody was call- with the, I think somebody that came up with the idea of calling the faction "Dead or Alive," which I think is a fantastic oh, name for a, for a bunch of three cowboys who come in. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, obviously, Hangman has the star power to carry it, and 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 Bandito we know is an amazing wrestler, but doesn't have a lot of exposure on American TV. And and this Brian Keith keeps killing it every time they put him in. Where he makes ab- he makes the absolute most out of every minute he's on screen. I love the idea of them being a faction. I just feel like Hangman's in the thick of some top of the card stuff right now. Not everybody's going to be at the top of the card all the time. So if he were to if we were to go back down and build up something with these other two guys, I think that could be a really great shot in the arm for the trios division. Surely. I would want them to be called the Sunset Riders as well. Roderick Strong did beat Brian Keith. Uh, we got the Undisputed Kingdom cr- promo. Kylie says, fun, dynamite, heel. Adam Cole's the best. Any word on if he's signed? If not, he should be. I'm working on it. Um, there, there are definitely more dates that he has picked up in the future, but um, it, it's something I'm working on. I'm trying to get that info. Tim says, is Brian Keith signed on a contract? He's on the show lately. I uh, hope he is an awesome wrestler. He's been on the show a lot lately, but a couple of those were filmed the same day, as we pointed out, because the, the Von Erics were a part of it. Uh, what did you think about the Roddy Strong, Brian Keith thing? I don't necessarily want them to beat Brian Keith too much too no. soon, because, no. again, I wouldn't mind this cowboy stable right. that, that has right. been pitched, because, and I, I just think it'd be different and fun. Yeah. I, um, I, I like Brian Keith a whole lot. Um, I, I think that if you if you're if you're in there with you're, if you're what what you have in the Adam Cole post match promo is is calling Roddy Strong the the best wrestler in the world pound for pound. That's what he that's what Adam Cole is espousing. And and if you're gonna come off of a match uh, that Roddy Strong has just had and have some have the leader of the faction espouse that belief, you want to make sure the guy who he's in there with is gonna is gonna make him look great. And Bounty, Bounty Hunter, Brian Keith does that every time. I love the Diamond Dust. I love I love that just as, as just as a move. But I love Brian Brian Keith breaking it out. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. I'm down for seeing Roddy Strong, serious Roddy Strong, not screaming a guy's name, riding around yeah. in, in a wheelchair to throw everybody off the scent of the evil faction. I understand why they were doing it. I love. Take no prisoners, angry ass Roderick Strong, like just throwing people up in the air and catching them with his knees in the small of their back. Let's do more of that. Uh, I also love the idea that they keep pushing it. Roderick Strong going after Orange Cassidy. Those matches, I'm assuming there'll be more than one, are are gonna be great because that because now you have no nonsense, Roderick Strong. How does he react to having aviators placed on his face? Probably not well. I'd, I'd wager. Meet Normus says, I was hoping for a return to the Dark Order lair. Well, you didn't get that, but you did get Preston Vance teaming with Copeland, Cassidy, and Rose, defeating Brian Cage, Lance Archer, Toa Leona, and Khan. I mean, I wouldn't have minded a Dark Order squash match here, especially within like sure. the, the trios element of things. But, okay. Um, this one was... It seemed like there was an awful lot going on at once with yeah. this match. With the yeah. Jake Roberts stuff, and then you got the Mogul Embassy yeah. there. Lance Archer's just randomly involved. And then Preston Vance, who's traditionally been a heel, is with 
Copeland, yeah. Cassidy, and Rhodes, which is something yeah. that you had mentioned earlier. Like, it was fine. Preston Vance is a hell of a spine buster. I've forgotten all about that. Mm -hmm. uh, incredible spine buster. I understand why they did it, but yeah. I would have liked to see the Dark Order there. One that, you, you know, the group that on TV has carried on the honor of Brody Lee. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of it is just the fact that when the dark order under Brody Lee was happening, uh, we were doing the, the, um, uh, the, the Wednesday night wars and I was covering NXT. So I would like out of my other eye, I would try and pay attention to, to all the stuff that was happening in AEW while making sure I didn't miss anything on NXT. That was how we were doing things at the time. So I didn't have the connection. I didn't see the Dark Order. So I didn't watch any of the BTE stuff. Um, so I don't have the connection of, of um, Preston Vance, Anna Jay to Brody Lee, the way a lot of people who, who, who for whom AEW was their main watch uh, would have that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So it, it this was a this was a fine house show eight man tag where we made sure Preston Vance got the pin and again we're just going to swap out genders and do the same thing later where we make sure Anna Jay gets 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 the victory um, and for sentimental reasons I totally understand it it's just these kinds of matches on a show that also has a segment that firmly delineates Samoa Joe is the champion. Here are top dudes coming for his crown. Like, it feels like this is a thing to really set up re uh, uh, revolution. At the end of the show, we finally figured out, it looks like, who Sting is going to have his last match ever with. This is stuff building for the future and to just have on the same show where we're doing that kind of stuff. Some fun little eight-person house show matches. Doesn't It didn't quite jive with me. It felt kind of out of, out of sync. I felt like these could have been put on Rampage or Collision to promote. Yeah. Like, if you're going to yeah, do that. Maybe, maybe you're right. And, yeah. and let's go ahead and talk about Anna J. Thunder Rosa, Chris Statlander, Willow Nightingale. Very hard-hitting match. Like, they, yeah. they were all getting their stuff in there. Uh, Lavro says nine minutes bell-to-bell -bell for the women. But again, it was, it was them highlighting people who we know were important to Brody, but also within the context of their show, people that left mm -hmm. the dark order being highlighted. Right. And I want to, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, why, why not the dark order though? Right. Why not they, them? I, I don't know. And, and, and they, 
in the in the in the eight person tag, there was some stuff that happened between Lance Archer and Brian Cage, and to their credit, they they have now spun that off into a ROH six man tag title match on Saturday. So it's going to be the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage versus Lance Archer and the Righteous on Saturday. So they actually created a storyline, at least for one weekend, out of this house show match that otherwise doesn't really have much going uh, going on storyline wise. So that's good. Um, yeah, I I don't know why you're why you're doing the the people who uh, were handpicked by Brody, but uh, then after he Left. was gone, chose to leave the uh, the place that that he had created. So yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, I mean, and again, I understand why they did it, but also I would have featured Dark Order as well mm-hmm. on there if you're going to feature Preston and Anna. Also feature the Dark Order. I think that would have been kind of cool. Or even maybe had an interaction with all of them where they're like, tonight is about Brody type of thing. Yeah. And bygones are bygones for tonight type of thing. I think that would have been kind of cool. Now, I want to address something because uh, time is linear, Arthur. Yeah. It's weird that Sean said last week, if Manet isn't debuting on this week's show, that it's something to be concerned about. Well, by Friday's Q&A show, I said, nah, that's no longer the case. Yeah. I think there's a different plan in order. And on FightfulSelect.com today, Arthur, we had reported that uh, there was some discussion of that possibly uh, happening. Uh, but didn't happen. Nicholas says, with Mercedes expected to go to AEW, when do you expect her to come in? I, I don't have an expected date. I do not have an an expected... Why? So somebody can clip this and say that I'm claiming it? I don't have an expected date. I think that we'll know when that... I think it'll be abundantly clear when that date is. Do you think Mm. your good friend Will Washington knows about her status? Yeah, I'm positive Will Washington (laughs) knows about her status. Yeah. Of course he does. But uh, one thing I'm not going to do is ever risk one of my friend's dream jobs by asking him scoops. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but... We were getting AEW scoops way before Will Washington was there. No. So not necessarily yeah. a thing that I'm willing to uh yeah to risk in, in that sense. Yeah. But I'll tell you something that you should be real willing to risk, guys. Oh, what's that? These great odds at Bet Online. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about BetOnline.ag, the official betting partner of Fightful. It's not just an online platform, they've been trusted for over 25 years. They boast a focus on the player approach and have built their reputation on offering their clients nothing but the best. From cutting edge technology to enticing promotions and the latest sports betting odds, whether it be wrestling, MMA, boxing, or Football, baseball, basketball, or racing, anything you can think of. All major sporting events are covered by betonline.ag. Fast payouts, highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, safe and secure online environments, and their live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites weekly and easily and in real time. Betonline.ag. That's where we're going at Fightful. That's where we suggest you go as well. That's where we get all of our odds at. BetOnline.ag. Only bet what you can, and please bet responsibly. Parker Hines says, would love to see AEW go to more unique locations. This is what I've been asking for, and this is uh, what I I, I want to see more of, especially with yeah. the, the Kosha 
hiring is sure. more unique venues. And um, Archer says, Sean, no disrespect. It feels like Manet is playing us all. Do you remember when I had to shake my camera with the Cody thing and say, this is not a work. And to this day, Alex. I know. I, to I, this day. I see him too. To this day, I still get people say, mm -hmm. well, same thing happened with Punk and Cody. I just want to fucking shake you all <laughs> sometimes. I just want to... Read the reports. <laughs> well, they're they're hidden. They're locked behind a paywall. They're hidden. They're hidden so well that immediately between <laughs> account sharing, fourteen thousand people right. get them sent to their email and phone. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Yeah. <sighs> and somebody says for the people um, asking about Will, isn't it in his AEW contract? He can't give you guys scoops. Yes. It is against his deal to provide proprietary information to us, as yeah. it should be, as it should be. Meet Normus says, Daly's place was so much better than the Thunderdome for the pandemic. The FTR truck and Sue's van should be in Fight Forever. They're still trying with Fight Forever. Bless them. They're doing their best. But uh, I think they should have probably just made a better game in general. And then uh, it would have done a lot better. I mean, that parking lot fight is one of my favorite things I've seen oh, on wrestling yeah. TV. Great. Um, I, I love this story. We watched, I, I don't know if it was the second version of it. Whenever it was over SummerSlam weekend, because I was in Detroit, watching it with a higher up in WWE. And that higher up of everybody involved in this parking lot fight loved Chuck Taylor. Yeah. And we were talking about how he wrestles like somebody told him that he sucks at wrestling right before he walked out. Yeah. Like he's just so aggressive. Just so aggressive. Shock of Ages says, Sean, I wouldn't say that releasing a completely outdated Tony Storm for money is trying their best. Listen, they're still scanning people. Yeah. They added Stadium Stampede. They're adding new songs. They're, they're, they're going to keep it going for like a long time from what I understand. They're doing their best. They're doing their best. I mean, uh, they're, they're they're doing their best. Their best. Yes, that might their not be best. good enough for you. Exactly. And honestly, when they're like, "Have you seen the, the 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 video of this version of Tony Storm doing honestly a really fun promo for the release yeah. of her character's DLC?" But her character in the video footage of the video game looks like her from I don't know July. And I just feel like it's it that right there, that little juxtaposition for me struck me as very ironic. I got baited into this one. Bro, you act like your scoops can't be wrong. Why can't she be playing everybody? You don't know about Punk until two minutes before he came out. So I am going to ask you to watch Triple H's press conference, to watch CM Punk's interviews. I beg of you. Nobody knew about that. I don't care. I don't care who on the internet says they knew about it. If they claimed it before a week before that deal was signed, they didn't know shit. They did not know shit. And they will say that until the end of time. Come back, Brian Jackson. I'm telling you, buddy. Come back. Tweet me. Send me, send me a little message so I can save your name. Come back. Our reporting is going to age very well on this story. I'm telling you. Anyway, Bullet Club Gold interview. 
it looks like we might get a scissor gang. Well, well, scissor gang here, that's Alex. What, what do you think? That's not what I want at all. Uh, really? Jay, you don't Jay seem White, to like the acclaimed. Jay, Jay White and the guns take t- that titles off the acclaimed yesterday, the day before that, if possible. I'm, 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 you, you could address this. I'll talk more about the thing. If you'd like. <laughs> I, I listen, the acclaimed to me, they had that very inspirational story, which I was fine with them taking the titles off the house of black. Since then, I don't remember a single thing they've done with the titles. Like I, I think there, there could be a lot of great stuff in a, uh, a Jay white and, um, and the guns as the trios champions. I don't, I don't need an odd, I don't know, sex tuple, uh, tag, weird, all these people. I don't need it. I don't need it. I just, what I need is the acclaim to not be the trios champions anymore. Who, who does that for me? Yeah. I would like to see some more. Mm, I, I need to see some more behind this. Right now, there is no real reason to be behind, from a fan perspective, Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, And the acclaimed is wisely being like, listen, we know that if we try to mess with the devils, we're going to get jumped. So they're, right. just, they're just playing the numbers game right now. Um, I think the merch will sell like goddamn crazy. Pink Bullet yes. Club shirts. Sure. Scissor Club shirts. Yeah. Oh, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be wild, uh, Bobby White. We will have uh, we Bobby. We read yours earlier. We read yours today, buddy. We got it. Renee interviewed Tony Storm. This was great. It was great. It's always great. It was always great. Uh, thank you to Mona in the chat. Mona of Sports Kita. But um, Tony was very excited about free agent signing Wendy Richter. Mm-hmm. However, it's Diana Perazzo. Or Donna uh, Palazzo. Donna Palazzo. Uh, <laughs> Donna Palazzo does her interview backstage. Yeah. And uh, she's interrupted by Red Velvet, who is also going to make her collision debut on Saturday. Yes. I thought Diana did really good here. I thought yeah, Red yeah. Velvet did good oh, here. It's a perfect opponent for Diana's first match. It's going to be yeah. a really good match on 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 Collision. I I cannot say how much I love the the Tony Storm stuff. It's it all of it is is note perfect. Her performance and all of the the way that like, like uh, Mariah May asking her, "Did you see my match?" It's like, oh, darling, um, they sent me a screener, but I haven't seen one more second of it. Uh, uh-huh. Did you do an arm drag? <laughs> like, like the way that she, she just caressing her face as she asks, uh, did you do an arm drag? I'm so proud of you. Uh, it's just I, amazing stuff, man. I want wrestling to bring back screeners. Impact used to sp- send out screeners until people yes. were putting out the info ahead of time. This was great. Really like Tony Storm as champion. Diana being brought in and immediately being factored in as a top name is important. However, so often we see these top names brought in and then they it almost sets the stage for them to never win the world title type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see that a lot. Now, I'm not saying Diana should win the world title or anything like that. Um, however, if she did, I wouldn't be mad. I ain't gonna right. like she she won the knockouts world championship and was a wonderful champion. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot here 
Um, and, and I think that there are, I think that there's a way they could do this. And even if she dropped it back in quick order to Tony, I think that would be cool too. Uh, Bobby, uh, by the way, we did read all of your, your Humper chats today on the hump. I, I found them. We did read them. Sammy Guevara defeated Ricky Starks. Frank Reyes, you know what, before I even say it, Frank mm-hmm. Reyes says, just want to say Ricky should have won. Sky shouldn't have gotten pinned. Yuta video was good, but the audio of his voice was like way lower than the rest of the video. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about those as well. Mm-hmm. I was at least a little optimistic that the Jericho tag title match was being put on Battle of the Belts. I was like, okay, well, maybe they're doing it, and then they're sort of just giving giving us a rest on Jericho. As uh, our friend Mona says, where's MJF going, though? Bring him back. He's just taking some time off. I thought Jericho was maybe taking some time off. And that's not a reality that we have really known in AEW. True. Like I mean, has there isn't isn't the isn't the cruise next month? Like he's gonna be taking some <coughs> oh, time no. off for that. So like, it's it's this month. It's this, this month. month. Where there you go. But so as like, I'm it, looking back at his cage match, like it's so funny because somebody asked me about Ilya Dragunov, and I said, "Go look at his cage match. What year? Every year in January, he don't wrestle. Mm-hmm. He don't wrestle in January. I don't know what the deal is. He takes time off around Christmas, though. We have not." known a reality without Chris Jericho in it in AEW for any extended period of time that I see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I see a month or so where he's he not, like, he's not wrestling, but Fozzie had a European tour one year, but they wrote him off with some kayfabe injury. And then he came back like go. six weeks later or something. that was like nothing. Like it's, we get Miro out of action for like a year. We get Kenny yeah. Omega. He took he took a break. The Bucks just came back from a break. Scorpio yeah. Sky was was off for a year. Like, just let let the guy have some time off. Figure out what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Dub says feels like TK is starting to mix the ingredients of his tag division that he's starting to cook. Would be the very cherry on top of restoring the feeling. I M O. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, Jericho is probably best served in the tag team or trios division right now, I think. Uh, But a little trick that I noticed after this match, which was a fine match, they played Jericho's theme all throughout his brawl. Through the brawl. And I would suspect that they did that in the event of booze. Right. As to possibly drown drown them out. Sure. You you send them into the crowd when it, when any wrestler goes through there, there's people gonna people are gonna celebrate. You get some some public sort of acceptance of him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that sense. I, I don't I don't know. I hope that after this Saturday, they're like, let's just take a little break. You're going on I, the cruise. Yeah. Let's take some time off. I I hope so too. And um, I was I was uh, listen. The, the the rules of wrestling usually dictate that whoever is standing tall uh, on the go home doesn't win on the pape. And I know the Battle of the Belts ain't a pape, but it is something happening uh, this this Saturday for the titles. Uh, Sammy Guevara pinning Ricky Starks 
a Jericho getting the best of Big Bill in a brawl while his song plays through the whole thing. Hopefully that means that we're not going to get our first ever title change at Battle of the Belts um, because Ricky and Big Bill deserve to have a, 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 a title run that's not this because like this was supposed to be something and I don't, they don't, they're not being booked to like, they, they're not being booked to, to have the, the do much with the titles yet. And I think they're really good together in the ring. Ricky's Ricky's great on the mic. I love big bill as like the, the, the other guy who like gets like four sentences and they're all great. Yeah. This is a really good act. Do not take the titles off of them. Least of all for Chris Jericho, please. The big bill attack. I immediately got the little person flashbacks. It was the same tackle, the yeah. same punches mm -hmm. that he did on the little person that got him fired yeah. from WWE. Um, and I'm sure it was just, that's just how he does the strikes. Yep. But yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that Ricky and big bill retain that. Right. Meet Normus says, didn't like dynamite. Then darling, have a chocolate. That's good. <laughs> Will you to call out Eddie Kingston for Rampage? I love that match for Rampage. Rampage is a good show. That, that's and I love that they've done this thing with Wheeler Yuta. I'm like nine nine and zero oh in my last nine matches on Rampage. It's my turf. I'll fight yeah. you for your belt on my turf. I think that's that's really good. I think Wheeler, and also bringing up like you beat all of my stable mates in the Continental Classic, but you didn't meet me. Didn't beat me. Um, uh, I I'm nobody's young boy. Nobody's bitch. Looks. And that match with him and Eddie Kingston is going to be great. That's a really good match to anchor a rampage around. Cool. No problem with this at all. FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business. You can subscribe for $54 a year. Reported last week that AEW was getting an updated championship belt. It's got the, the plate in the middle. A little bit of a, a neat background on it. It's got the side plates as well. Uh we got to look at it today. It was it was time. I thought that the the triple B as MJF called it looked wonderful on TV. Like I didn't know how much how well that would look on television. It looked really good. But without MJF, time to move on past that. Yeah. Samoa Joe comes out. He's cutting a good promo and I never knew if we would ever get another Samoa Joe world title run. Yeah. But we we have and this guy has held world championships in WWE, even though it was NXT, ROH, uh, TNA, and AEW. It's it's just, it's incredible. It is incredible what this guy has been able to accomplish at times when his career looked like it would be over. Uh, WWE was willing to let this guy work in Ring of Honor when they weren't letting anybody doing that. Yeah. And then they said, yeah, about that. We're not going to do that at all because we want him and we want him to be our guy. Mm -hmm. our Just our guy through the whole thing. Um, he should have held the NWA World Championship too at some point. I'll just Probably. say that. But yeah, he looked great. He looked great. He is... I buy every single thing that he does and says. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's he's, before he's, we saw who came out. He's, he's just... Um, he's a legend. Like you, you watch, you're watching a legend do do legendary work, and we sometimes I think with for Samoa Joe, you forget about like how long his career spans, how much he has been able to do, uh, and he is still 
in in great form uh, this long into his career and always, always, always makes you believe every damn syllable that comes out of his mouth. He's just effortlessly cool and intimidating. Great, great stuff. This is uh, this is a. Um, I'm so glad that we got a Samoa Joe world title run. I don't. I. I. I full, full disclosure. I don't expect it to last beyond Revolution, but what a what a cool moment to be able to have him come out there with a with a with the big belt on his shoulder and cut a promo like this. You can you can keep all your ho ass comments on your social media. If you if you want to match with me, you you, t- you that's fine. You can get it. Whoever wants it can get it. And then we get who do we get? We get Swerve come out because of course. Incredible. It's incredible ovation. ovation. Swerve also coming down with his boys, but also his boys don't get in the ring to intimidate. He just he's letting you know they're here in case I need them. I won't need them. And he comes into the ring and he's like, listen, man, this is I got we got enough, no bad beef between us. This is just business. All I want is that title, and I am gonna get it. And after I get that title, if you want to make this personal, we can do that too. Like these are two OG mother effers just staring each other down with absolute they're both standing on business. I love this. This is great stuff before we get the added thing of Hangman being involved in this too. And that Hangman. just to me, that turns it to up another notch for me, man. Because Hangman, of course he wants the world title. Not only does he want the world title, he's got so much motivation because he wants yeah. the world title back. Also, he doesn't want Swerve to have anything that he wants. Right, of course. But also, as he pointed out to Joe, and this is what I love, Because ideally, Hangman should have a major issue with the Devils. But he says, I know that you're the one that sent them after me. That's right. I know they were following orders as a part of this situation. Right. And I, listen, I hope it's a triple threat. That's what I want. Because, God damn, forget the hose. I'll just turn the spigot on and lay underneath it (laughs) at that point. Like... I will uh, lay down at the bottom of Niagara Falls. That is that is what I will do if that is the match we get at Revolution. That is incredible. But listen, if we get a hangman swerve match to lead up to that. Sure, woo, we can also get that. Sure. On a dynamite, because they were supposed to have another match in December, but AEW wisely went. Let's yeah. chill on that. Let's hold off on that one. How can we follow up on that, right? Yeah. This is outstanding. This was wonderful. And then they sent Honk. Hook came out. I'm excited for this match, but we have to address the we, tweet we, in the room. We can we can address it if you'd like. Okay. So, Tony Khan responded to a USA Network tweet about cage match ratings in regards to Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins. Now, Tony didn't say a lot that we didn't say on the Monday night post-show where we said, why is this happening? And I didn't just point at Jinder. I pointed at Ivy Nile, who I loved, and I loved the match. I said, why didn't she win like a top contender match, a battle royal, something, like a scramble, a gauntlet, anything? Just give them a reason. Mm -hmm. Like, I love world title matches on Raw, and I would have even loved it 
if Seth Rollins said you were out here bitching about opportunities, now you got an opportunity and you're going to regret it because I'm going to make sure this match happens type of thing. Because why would Adam Pierce say no, right? Why would he possibly say, hell no. Guy that was in the ring with The Rock, former world champion, within the context of that show, why would he? But also, it doesn't make sense to just do things with with I think the wins and losses should matter. I think Me that too. people should, even if it is just an arbitrary top contender thing. They didn't even have gender challenge for the title last time, right? Without him winning a top contender match. In fact, right. the week before he won a top contender match, he was losing to Mojo Raleigh in three minutes. Yes, yeah. Hook does not wrestle a lot. No. However, what we know of Hook is that he wins a lot, a lot. I'm also not necessarily fond of them being like, hey, champion, come face the world champion and lose. Not necessarily keen on that. Um, I just, when I see the Tony Khan thing at any time, I said that I don't mind it when WWE or AEW do it. And I saw people saying, dick riding, dick riding. I'm like, what? I thought it was funny when Triple H said it was a pissant company. It was funny. I thought it was funny when they did billionaire Ted skits. I thought it was very funny when uh, they drove a, a Jeep up to the, the Norfolk scope. I didn't think it was funny. It was kind of cringe when the New Age Outlaws called out Shawn Michaels for the Alamo. And I think a lot of people look at the Tony Khan thing. They're like, it's cringe. It's embarrassing. It's corny. And I could get that. I could see that. How did you see it? Um, well, listen, I, I if you're going to do a thing with, with gender now when when he first became champion you're right i remember vividly when he when he got put like he went to shane mcmahon and was like i need more opportunities or whatever after a week after he lost to mojo Raleigh in three minutes but he more opportunities and shane mcmahon said you know what you're right you're in this fear this fatal four-way and if you win that you get a shot at the title and he won it. They booked him to win that match. Now, you may quibble with, and certainly I did at the time, why he was in that match. It didn't make a lot of sense. But he won the match he got into. The, he, this is just him, like, like, trying to represent a thing from six years ago. Since then, they, ha- they have the, they have the, when he was the champion, I, w- I thought, well, he's going to lose this title eventually. And then he'll be like a solid mid-card guy. He'll have like a couple, maybe two or three U.S. title, intercontinental title reigns. But they just dropped him right back down to nothing, which to me proved that they didn't actually really see anything in him. But now we have, you can't compare a guy whose best thing was six years ago and since then he's been booked horribly. This is not a, this is also not an indictment on gender the person or even gender the wrestler. This is the way they presented him for years and years and years does not warrant a top title match as opposed to Hook who has been 28 and one or whatever. And the character just says up, I'm calling out Samoa Joe because maybe a, a kid, because he is a kid who is 28 and one has an inflated ego about himself and thinks he's going to get in the ring with Samoa Joe and choke him out because he's a kid who doesn't really understand that he's Joe's going to kill you. There's a reason that's a chant. So these are two separate things. And I, I feel like one can be for you and one cannot be for you or whatever. You might like both. You might hate both, 
But I don't think you can you can compare the two because of the way one was set up and the way the other was set up. I don't think we need to have a Twitter war about it between the social media account for a cable network and the yeah. owner of the other company. I just don't think you need that, to do that. That shit but, posts to me? Like, yeah. listen, you yeah. shouldn't be dabbling with the people that shit posts with me. However, if he wants to do it, like, I don't... I saw people that said, oh, this is so bad for his company. It's really not. Seven and a half million people saw a tweet that said, tune into Dynamite tomorrow. <laughs> like, it ain't that bad. Like, we're, we're going to sit here and act like Dana White doesn't say crazier shit yeah. every single week. Yeah. The Vince McMahon didn't used to do crazier stuff. Like, come on, man. This is this is tepid. If you think it's corny or lame, like, oh, I completely get it. Like, and I completely get people that are, that are, are clowning about it, too. But, again... Imagine if Bischoff and Heyman had Man. Twitter back then. I had Great. tweeted, I would have loved to have seen Gorilla Monsoon bury the Yeti on Twitter. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Oh, hey, Heyman and then the follow-up reply would be, sorry, Heenan hacked my phone. Mm -hmm. Then it'd be like, doesn't Heenan work for WCW? Yeah, he thinks he sucks too. That's That's the shit that I needed. That's what I need. I also, I, I love, I love, uh, separate of all of that, Hook has a bat signal now. Yes, it's, he does. It's it's perfect. We're, we're like Samoa Joe standing up there looking at the hook signal, and Hook comes in without a word, just points, just puts his finger up against the title on Joe's soldier and says, next week. Nobody speaks into a mic when he's out there. They're just jawing at each other off mic, and, and, and Hook called his shot and said, when we're going to do it. That's That's great. Yes, absolutely. We should definitely get Samoa Joe in a match with a hot up up and comer. I believe, I honestly believe right now, if you ask me right now, will Hook ever be AEW world champion if he's there long enough? Absolutely. I think that guy's got a lot of potential and could reach that. And then when he does, you could look back on this, his first ever shot at that title against Samoa Joe in his title reign. It'll be a really cool storyline. They honestly do a really good job of showing you a character's overarch um, character arc. And I like that a lot. Arduit says, Swerve Hangman Joe for the gold. Hose me down. Also, it's a smart way to use Hook. Get elevated by Joe in a championship match. Make his loss matter. When they started to do these vignettes, I was like, I don't know why I didn't assume he would have a very thick New York accent. Uh, but I didn't. Yeah. And then he talked and I go, well, of course he does. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I assume that? Yeah. Tom LaValle says, love the Rampage watch along and select $5. Yes. Alex does great job there. Bobby White says, any news on Camille? Would love to see her in AEW or TNA. Where do you think she goes to? She has, from what I understand, an NXT offer on the table. And that, that'll be, I mean, that'll be a big one. He says, I'll be focused, won't let my kids bother me so I can hear it. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to WWE, and that's a good one. That's a real, real good one. Years down the line, a Camille and Jade tag team. Like, we have not seen the road warriors of a women's division. No, we can see fun. that down the line. Yeah. Camille, there's a there's a lot of um uh Haas Haas girls in uh in WWE. They have their own little mini division there. Um and um and it could be a lot of fun to see how she shakes out over the coming years over there. Um I, I, I I'm I'm I would I think that's a really good landing spot for Camille. Yeah. 
Uh, 2LT says, fully expecting Swerve to win at Revolution. I would love it if Swerve Strickland won the AEW Championship at Revolution. Here's 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 my hope, man. Swerve wins at Revolution, carries that through the spring, through the summer, carries the AEW title into Wembley, and who carries it out? Will Ospreay. Yeah, we get Swerve I mean, and Osprey in Wembley. Wembley and and Will Osprey wins the title in Wembley. That's that. And honestly, whatever you want to do after that is gravy. That's the way I want it, man. Uh, they are getting an immediate main eventer in Will Osprey. That's immediate. what they're getting. Yeah. Dong Fallis says, "Why does an AEW enhance entrance music with direct audio on their broadcast? If O'Reilly comes back, do you think he'll join Undisputed Kingdom? I don't think anybody does it with direct audio." Um, I don't think yeah. WWE does either. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's, I, I, I think if O'Reilly comes back, then yeah, I would, I would assume he would, he would join that. That would be a kind of a cool thing. If it, especially if it winds up being whenever Adam Cole, I guess is he- healthy enough to wrestle. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Like then it becomes a, a six, a six, some, which then I would match there's... up well against your little scissor bang, bang, gang or whatever they want to call it. And I mean, there were there were some talks that he could possibly be be a part of it, but I think there's also great stories in him going against them. Like, yeah, uh, when Roddy was hurt, you all had his back. When right, Adam was hurt, you had his back. Yeah, you let Bobby get fired, and you just forgot about me, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Matthew Hook says a Bullet Club Gold acclaimed versus Cole. That's five groups, five on six. Could that be Kyle O'Reilly? Could be. Could be. Could be. That would make sense to me. Adi Bucola says, just want to say how grateful I am for you guys. You've always covered news, especially regarding WWE. You criticize them when they deserve it. You don't criticize them just because everybody is doing it. I mean, ultimately, uh, I want I want us to be as fair as possible. And we got yeah. like 40 people on the staff. All 40 people aren't going to agree. I see that all the time. Typical fightful. Typical what? We don't have meetings. We, I don't meet with these guys. <laughs> yeah, Meetings. I get, I get sent five or six memos a day to give me the talking points that I that I that I will make sure. Okay, we're we're pro WWE today. Tomorrow we're going to be anti WWE, and then I you know the, the most feedback the line. I, the most feedback I give to Alex and Kate is keep it at two hours or under, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Irene says, with a lot of top talent like Kenny, MJF, and Cole injured, this is a key time for AEW to elevate some new main characters like Swerve, Hook, and Garcia. Yes, they need to establish right now, after Punk left, with MJF gone, with Omega gone, mm-hmm. Jericho, who knows what that, who knows if that'll ever be the same. Danielson retiring in a year. Right. Set, set it up. Chi-Town Spurs says, my prediction for Will Ospreay at Wembley is getting Danielson's final match as a full-timer. Well, what I love about that is it opens up. There's a lot of stuff opened up because Danielson's been very transparent. He's like, oh, I'm not going to stop wrestling. He's like, I'm just done as a full-timer. So you don't have the element of, well, this is his last match, so it's got to be the right. No, it can be I, Will Ospreay. Right. I, I, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm going to stop being a full-time wrestler. I'll, I'll drop down to between five and ten matches a year you know, that's always going to be like nine or above. So like, because he loves it so much. And that's honestly like, what, a, a match every six weeks? I'll take that. Sure, why not? That'll be that'll be some good stuff. 
I mean, then that way he gets a lot more time with his kids, but he's still, he's, I still <laughs> going to watch him wrestle once every six weeks. I will take that. Tell you what else you'll take. The great security of NordVPN. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. you got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Bill says, Memo, Alex, we need you to be sour on Jeff Jarrett today. (laughs) I don't need the memo. I'll just do it. I'll do it on my own. Texas tornado match. Darby Allen and Sting defeated the Don Callis family, which is Takeshita and Hobbs. I think Darby and Sting should get the tag titles ahead of Revolution. Oh, and, and lose them to the Bucks? I do. Um, Maddie Nice says, is Hobbs okay? Someone needs to stop Darby. So let's talk about Darby. Uh, and, and Dante says, Darby versus Sting would not be a good match. Um, as we... I'll ask Luis to put that chat with the, the Bucks aspect of it. Darby gets held by both ends, launched, swung, launched, does spins, and clips his head on the rope. He they swung him so hard he did a torneo in the in the middle of the ring, and then he went so far that he he landed with his neck on top of the bottom rope. But that's a, again, as they tell you a lot, that's a steel cable, kids. Um, I was, I, I, sometimes that, that boy, he just ain't right. Um, he, um, he, he, he's, he's going to do some serious damage to himself one day. Um, it's, 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 it's Daly's place. It's the last time Sting's here. I'm glad Sting got the pin, uh, cause he hadn't been getting pins in all these matches. And I, I thought for, for a while, like that was intentional. Like it was part of the story or something, but I like him. Listen, like Hobbs got dropped on the back of his head from eight feet. You know what I mean? Uh, he's he's out. He's out cold. He did not kick out because he was not conscious. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine with Hobbs losing that way. I I think now though you might want to start heavily protecting your, your your top young talent. Like I mean, like people are like, I don't like the Callus thing. That's fine. I don't love it all the time either. But Hobbs and Takeshita are major, major top young talents and should be in, in a feud where they can get victories, dominant ones. Um, uh, we Takeshita versus, versus Darby was great. was excellent. Um, he got the victory there. So we'll, we'll see where this goes, uh, for them. Uh, but I'm, it feels like hopefully they're kind of sh- well shot of this and move moving on so we can get, the build for Darby and Sting versus the mustachioed Bucks. 
Sting did a death drop off the balcony through the tables. That was insane. Darby did a coffin yeah. drop off the set. Yep. Uh, <laughs> these guys are insane. It's Sting's supposed to be mentoring Darby, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. This mm-hmm. was a, a lot of fun. Uh, Orion Ben says, I thought Darby was crowd bound on that swing. God, it was, it was nuts. It was, it was nuts. nuts. It was nuts. And as Sting was laying there after the match, I was like, man, is he okay? Is he okay? Uh, <laughs> He got up and they asked him about his last match and we get mustached bucks back. Mike Lima yeah. says, I'm down for the bucks being utter pricks at revolution. Orion Ben says dynamite night of the 70s stash. Thanks Brody. Dante says Darby versus Sting would not be a good match. Bucks versus Sting and Darby is the retirement match. Makes sense. This much. I assure you guys, if Sting did not want this to be his match, no, it would not be his match. He chose this match. Yep. And I will will have a full report on this on Fightful Select on Thursday. Bobby White says Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby should be before Revolution, not for Reg- Revolution. The best match would be passing the torch to Darby. Will it be a banger? Would it be? Uh, yes, it would. But Darby and Sting, I feel like, would be better. What are your thoughts on this? My thoughts are Sting can do whatever the hell he wants. It's his last thing, man. It's 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 completely on him. It is, it's on him, and Tony has been very, very adamant it's going to be Sting's way, the way that he wants, the retirement mm-hmm. that he wants, as long as he wants, and he has said he doesn't want to do singles matches. I can't fault the guy for that, Alex. Yeah, no, he's, he's the, listen, I mean, you don't want to do singles matches, uh, fine, but you're doing a tornado tag, which means you're doing, you're doing, you, you don't get a rest on the, uh, on the apron for this, for this kind of thing. Um, so yeah, he's, he's been fairly adamant about it. I mean, I, I believe I read, he didn't ever want to be a champion also during this thing. He doesn't want it to be a singles, doesn't want to be a champion, but I, I do think they should overrule him with that one thing. I do think you're right. If, if, if we're going to do the thing where, where Sting loses his last match to the young bucks who don't need a rub like that, being the people to beat Sting, at least have it be for the tag titles. So then you can put them back on the Bucks, and then the Bucks start something else. I mean, the other thing that that I, I don't I don't know, like uh, uh, FTR. I I kind of thought FTR was going to be a part of this thing since it's in their backyard. But if the Bucks are a part of it, maybe FTR is at ringside. I don't know. And we start and we get another Bucks versus FTR out of it because of that. I'm not sure, but um, I think that the the Bucks certainly when the Bucks are have grown out silly facial hair. Mm. One of them is dressed all in black and the other one's dressed all in white. You know they're going to be really great smarmy heels. It'll be fun. It will be fun. De La Common says, I think the ghosts of Clark Gable and Errol Flynn would like to have a word with the Young Bucks. Uh, my friend Chandler said they looked like extras from Hostel. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay says... Ho comment number 70. Hangman Roddy and the Bucks all rocking the 70s porn mustache. I mean, I like that Hangman is going for a deeper mustache with yeah. his beard. It yeah. fits him really, really well. That's good. In Simmons, I don't know about Ricky's contract. I have seriously asked Ricky 15 times about his contract. <laughs> In fact, uh. I found out that somebody else asked him and... uh I when I followed up and asked him, he said my con- my contract status is under contract. And I said mm. very clever. 
sure says, could. I don't feel like TK realizes how special he is and how it could hurt to lose him to WWE. So Ricky had posted a bit of a tweet where he's he, he was like, I'm trying to say, you know, I want this to be AEW type of thing. I think they should really embrace him yeah. as a top of the line guy, as a singles guy as well. I love Big right. Bill, but man, there were people all hot in their panties over Big Bill and Brian Cage too. Like that was sure Big Bill's Big Bill was great with Lee Moriarty. He was great with Brian Cage. He's gonna be great with whoever you put him with. He's he's proved that he can fit in with whoever you put him with. That's a that's a very very valuable. Uh, thing for a big guy like that. He's versatile. He can work with anybody. But I do think they have something really special with Ricky Starks and him. There's Ricky Starks has that 90s HBK vibe about him, man. He's just, he's really cool. He's a little flashy. He's really good in the ring. And you put a big dude with him who's going to be his bodyguard and tag team mate. Like there's really good stuff there. I also think that there needs to be not one, but multiple AEW title uh, runs for Ricky Starks in the future. It, it is unfortunate that you have all of these people. You had one under contact until very recently in Andrade, who it felt like when he got there, it was like, okay, this guy's going to be a future. They just don't, they don't, the reigns are long enough. This one with Joe feels like it's going to be a short one, but they had Omega that was incredibly long. They they had um they had uh, uh, Hangman Page, which was like six months. You have uh, MJF, which was over a year. The, these are longer title reigns, so I think that M, that that they got to figure out a way to to keep Ricky Starks on the card all the time. Put it keep a title around his waist eighty percent of the year. Do something with this guy because he's really, really great um, and can be a top, top guy for you. Um, it just ends up being like not everybody can be the top guy. And that it feels like Ricky is one of the the dudes on the short list where if he's not at the top, he needs to be in the five below and at any point could leapfrog to get up to the top. He's great. Peripheral protagonist says, if you think about it for a minute, AEW hasn't been the same since Hangman lost the title. You want to reignite the feeling, they know what to do. He's always over, too. And AEW does have a lot of talent that are just always over. Always over. Yeah. Um, And he is, man, he is just perpetual. And in people caring about what he does. Yeah. Jose Polanco says Dynamite was decent. Could have done without the men's eight-man rampage, better as a rampage match, but loved the rest of the show and all the women being highlighted. I see Bullet Club Gold turning on acclaimed and getting those tag titles. It'll be or getting those titles. It'll be glorious. What do you think? You think we could see that? I don't know when Juice is going to be uh, good to go. I don't know, but honestly, I, 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 I don't feel like it should. It, honestly, it shouldn't feel like this. It does because for so long. Tag team wrestling was prized as something that was less than. I don't feel like it needs to be. If 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 you have Jay White with the guns as the trio's champions, that they've got a they've got a set of belts. They're going to be on TV. They're going to be cutting promos. They're going to be doing really good matches. It should not feel like oh well, 
I mean, what a, what a horrible step down from the singles division. I think Jay White makes those titles people want to see. Ricky Starks and Big Bill, if they were being booked better and had better matches and better feuds, then they would make the tag division something you would want to see. Those two guys together, I mean, the way they took the titles off of FTR, you know, everybody should be clamoring to have a match with them to try and get the titles from Ricky and Big Bill. Like, as long as you book those things, you have Ricky and Jay White, two undeniable, like, singles guys, but that can make a trios division and a tag division also must-see TV. Bobby White says, when do you think Megan Bain will come back to AEW? She's getting loud pops and crowd chants in Japan right now. If she returned, would you see her in ROH or the AEW roster? I think they would want her for the the AEW roster, but if they brought her back and she was like this big challenge for Athena to overcome, who mm. you know is going to be at the you've done so great as champion, we respect you type of thing at some point, she'll need a mountain to overclimb. I think that would be a great mountain. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's hard for me to think that they wouldn't utilize her to some degree after paying her for so long. Right. But... I don't know how long that contract runs, but ROH with Athena, like putting her immediately in a feud with Athena would make a lot of sense as a big match there and then maybe work her into AEW. That's good. Alex, what do you got going on? Um, Friday, we're going to do the uh, Rampage watch along. Uh, That's a lot of fun for some people. And uh, looks like be a great match there with Eddie Kingston um, uh, versus Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Collision. Um, I definitely want to do, uh, we'll see if it happens. I definitely want to do a battle of the belts watch along while reviewing collision on Saturday. So that should be a uh, fun latest added, uh, Julia Hart versus Anna J to battle of the belts. So that, that could be fun as well. Uh, Monday, of course, reviewing, um, raw with Miss Kate Fabe Tuesday with Miss Kate Fabe, uh, with Kate Elizabeth, um, on, um, uh, doing NXT, with Oba Femi, the new North American champion, one of the best things to happen in, in, in NXT in a long, long time. Uh, and then right back here, talking Dynamite next week. Matt says, I see the Bucks doing the I'm sorry, I love you spot, and then sing, Sting no-selling the super kick. That would be amazing! Please book it. I love that spot. That is brilliant. That would oh be so my good. gosh. I hope this isn't a thing where now that it's out there, they don't was, do it. No, please That's don't. really, really good. Ooh. Oh my God. It'd be great. With Ric Flair on the outside. Yes, I know. With him standing right there. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.